Welcome to the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. In this podcast, there'll be insights around three key areas to mastering the game of life. Purpose, prosperity, philanthropy. Your host, Paul Lowe, the third sector mentor, is the founder of Hearts Global CIC, which along with many other of his charitable commitments, has been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from disadvantaged communities. Author of Mastering the Game of Life, From Pain to Purpose, and Speaking from Our Hearts books. Introducing your host, Paul Lowe. Welcome listeners to this Mastering Life podcast and I'm here at the uh, home of uh, Rachel Taplin, the owner of Blue Boom Media and uh, I'm actually involved with Rachel's group so um, I know from the the many conversations we've had she's got a fascinating story to tell so uh, without further ado, Rachel a very warm welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. No problem at all. So when we spoke previously Rachel about uh, what uh, what might be an appropriate title in terms of your, as I say, your very powerful and inspiring message. You suggested life first, business second. Do you want to give us an insight on that? Yeah, I've um, I've been so lucky. I've worked for myself for 23 years now. <laughs> so I've kind of gone through the highs, the lows, the trying to find yourself in the business world and striving for success. And then you realise what it's all about. And it's just family and life is your most important thing. So I constantly have to try and remind myself and check myself into what am I doing this for? Mm. And so life is more important than my business. I love my business and I love my community. and I love what I do, but my life is first. First, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. So the, the business element is is a means to an end? No, not at all. No. It's, it's, no, it's not. Because if it was a means to an end, you could just go out and get a job, couldn't you? Yep. Or you could do anything you didn't like. No, I'm really passionate about... Because my life is first, I get to choose what I want to do. Okay. I get to do things I enjoy, work with the people I like. Yep. So it's coming back to constantly for me, those relationships and what I want to get out of it. Right. And in 2012, when I set up Blue Boo, it was a real kind of... This is my chance to think about what I want to do as a business, what fits me. At the time, my daughter was still quite young, how I want to work my business around my life. Mm. So that, I suppose that came first. So it certainly wasn't a means to an end because as we know in business, it's really hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and that's never really the case. But um, but yeah, I just have to constantly check in and think about why I'm doing it and making sure I'm enjoying myself along the way. Yeah, and that's that's vitally important, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's not always the same. Don't get me wrong. I still have occasional sleepless nights and I listen to self-help stuff all the time in terms of kind of like um, constantly growing as a person and constantly educating myself and getting rid of those little demons in your brain, yeah. you know, when you worry sometimes at four or five o'clock in the morning. So I'm human like anybody, but I think I'm really um, grateful and uh, know that I, I love the whole universe thing and thoughts become things. Mm. So you just got to create it. We've got one shot, one life. Got to live it to the best, haven't we? Yeah, that word universe. I like. I, I love it. I believe in it. I know it to be true. But yeah. it's interesting how so many comments come back. All uh, oh, the fluffy stuff you mean? Yes, I know. But don't you think over the last few years it's more acceptable now? More people talk about it. Yeah. You know, there's quite a lot of spiritual people out there that have helped. Mm. You know, talk about it and famous people and and it's not quite so woo woo now, is it? Mm. You know, and it's and spirituality is quite well known. You know, as as, yes. as a religion, as Christianity, whatever it is, yeah. it's now recognised. And yeah, it's lovely. It's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because my, my take on that is 
you know, chasing external goals is fine. And there are a lot of obviously immensely successful people that not necessarily as successful internally. And I, what I'm finding increasingly is the conversations I'm having with, with thought leaders and very, very uh, successful business people uh, and, and community leaders is there is no, now that more sort of bigger acceptance and that look inwards about if I can do that externally, if I'm really, inverted commas, sorted inside or at peace with myself, then I can do even more. Yeah. But yeah, so that there's, I think there's a definite, there's a definite shift, and I think there's a definite shift as well to a more heart-centered approach to life, ergo business. Yeah. Um, and that for me has been a, a significant, you know, I'm watching that shift unfold very, very, very slowly. Yeah, I think you align yourself with who you want to be around and surround yourself, and you, your business evolves in one certain way because of the, your environment, and I'm a big believer of that. Yeah. We are the people around us, yeah. you know. Um, so absolutely, and heart-centered business should be that. Values is really important, yes. you know, and I think that's why working with people, especially you, you're more on a one-to-one -one basis, and I do, I love my Club 100 community that we've got. We do our workshops, and it's funny what you're attracting. They're such great people, mm. you know, we're all working hard, we all want the same things, we want to achieve success, yes. but we've got the right, kind of values behind it as well so yeah definitely heartfelt is all the way yeah yeah and, and john d dr john d martini says that you know never really get involved with anybody whether it's life or business that one doesn't share the same vision and two more importantly the same values that's going to help you achieve that because if you do you're just going to be it'll fall apart yeah and some might say that's an academic approach well for me personally it holds water and it's held water time and time and time yeah. again. So I've always, you know, jokingly, somebody had said to me, somebody said to me recently, what would you do? Somebody was asking me some advice about um, dating a single guy. Well, what would you do? You know, what's your first conversation? Well, how, how, what, you know, how do I talk to her? What's, well, just first of all, be yourself. Well, what kind of questions do I ask? And I said, this is probably the most unromantic question you will ever ask in your life. But for me, if I was in your shoes, I'd be asking that girl, what, what's a vision, what's a value, you know, and, and sort of having conversations around the values. Yeah. Now, that's not a sexy conversation, yeah. but to, to get that insight about what that person is, yeah. is going to save you a lot of potential heartache down the road. But I think anything like that on any level, whether it's a new relationship or whether it's a business partnership or whether it's your kids and what you're trying to achieve with them, you've all got to kind of have the same goal and what you're trying yeah. to achieve at it and yeah. to be on the same page and accept that we're all different but maybe your different isn't what I'm looking for and that's mm. absolutely fine yeah so you wish each other well with all yeah. the kindness in the world yeah. and you absolutely. move on absolutely there's yeah. no and I think we've all got you know we've all had that I've you know gone through I was divorced 10 years ago so I've done the whole dating thing so I know about all that and it's mm. so true yeah share your values of what you're looking for and be true to yourself yes you can't go into anything pretending oh yeah that's we can do that or we can service that as a business for you when you can't mm. or you go in to say oh yeah I love rugby when you hate it yeah. you know and I don't yeah. mind going to rugby games and you go to a few and then six months down the line you go yeah. I can't stand I love rugby by the way <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah you've just got to be you've got to be true to yourself Absolutely. before you can kind of be true to other people so yet again uh, Rachel from one of one or two of our previous conversations it, business is challenging life's been cha challenging and, and, and is and continues to be it's how we meet those challenges do you want to share a little bit of an insight into your 
what was some might say even more challenging journey yeah kind of i'm really open about you know the highs and lows that i've had in business um and personally as well um so i've always worked in the media so worked in radio um helping people in the sme market so i love the sme market and but i always worked full-time then set up an ad agency got on that hamster wheel of constantly working and business was becoming first and i was on that cash flow you've got to bring enough money to pay the staff pay the wages and all that and then i was so blessed to have my gorgeous daughter um that you know tried two years for and when she did come along i just didn't learn the lessons because i knew no better so i had to go back to work six weeks in you know full time and uh, it just something had to give and i mm. got really ill and had postnatal depression um and suffered with it and hid it for two years wow. which was really hard because i just wanted everything to be fine and you put on a positive face and i was so grateful i got this beautiful girl couldn't mm. understand why i couldn't cope so that was a really tough time for me accepting that but you kind of you just reinvent yourself don't you and you and then that's when i started looking at i need to start adjusting what's important and slowing my life down yeah um then i set up my business called mums in control so i wanted to work flexibly around annabelle um so i set up a magazine that i franchised all around the country it was lovely loved this business and uh, did extremely well we were printing like two hundred and fifty thousand copies per print run we were interviewing loads of celebrities and it was brilliant it was back in the day in 2008 when we used to make loads of money (laughs) and business was fantastic if you remember remember those days do you remember those days yeah Yeah. just (laughs) but but then again i went through my divorce you know it's one of those things if if we just fell off at different pages and again i went through depression again for the second time and but this time I knew how to deal with it and this time I'd gone on my own personal development journey mm. and realised that my mindset was my greatest asset yeah. with everything and anything. So I kind of educated and healed myself. I just discovered the secret. The secret was a massive part of my mm. life. I do occasionally still put it on, you know, and, and listen to it and I always think the right thing pops up at the right time. Mm. Um, but I just learned gratitude. I learned thoughts in your mind become things. And so you can change the state of your mind. And I still, of course, because I work for myself, my daughter's all grown up now, so she's gone away. So I'm in my house working. I'm constantly on my own, really. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I have a great social life, so I'm out. But I have to motivate myself. So I've just learned to kind of do what does me. I go out walking, which I love. So this is where my life is first. I'll get up and I'll go for a walk in the morning. I'll get my mindset sorted. I'll see my friends, I'll go and treat myself to a spa day before my business because if I haven't got my health and my happiness, what's it for anyway? Absolutely. And that that brings us in quite nicely, uh, Rachel. Um, I shared with you, obviously, this where do you reside, the heart's house model. Um, And I suppose just for the benefit of the camera there. And that first part, really, that first step is around awareness, isn't Mm. it? Where are we? Where's the starting point in our life? Where are we actually? Where are we at? For me now, where am I at? Or where do we start with awareness? Well, it was a general kind of statement, but yeah, absolutely. Where, where do you feel you are in I terms think, of I the... Do you know what? I think it's an age thing. I do, and I think <laughs> if you can get this earlier on and you can discover mindset, yeah, it's amazing yeah. because it puts everything out in perspective because yeah. we get on this treadmill of life Mm. to aspire to what and what for but we don't learn those lessons naturally I don't think until we get older Mm. but if you know my daughter's really 
absolutely amazing. And so she's been brought up, you know, her dad's very entrepreneurial and business-like as well. So we were very similar mindsets, obviously. So we've created this little bombshell of a fantastic positive mindset. Yeah. So some days to me, I remember I was putting on an event a few years ago and I'd only got, you know, last minute tickets to go last minute and I'd only got a few gone tickets and she said, don't worry, mummy, you can do it. I think she was only young. She went, if you can't make it work, you can always get a job at Tesco's. So she always had like an, an upside or a yeah. positive side. Yeah. So I think I've kind of instilled in her early on this mindset. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. And I think if you have that gift or you're open-minded to it or anyone that's listening to this thought, I haven't gone down the spiritual path, it's way too woo-woo. Just start with just a few things. Maybe it's The Secret or maybe it's Tony Robbins or whatever it is. Yeah. Listen to something. Yeah. YouTube, I, I, I can, in the morning, if I just want to get going, uh, you've seen now in my office, I've got my Alexa, I would probably go off now. Um, I can put on um, anything that's motivational. So I put YouTube on and I put motivational speeches, you can make it work or you yeah. can achieve. And it's just Les Brown. I love Les Brown. He's one yeah. of my heroes. You can just think you can conquer the world. And if you can ha go with that attitude to any, you can get anything you want, whether it's a vision of how many holidays you want that year. I set my vision for six weeks this year. I've achieved it. Whether it's happiness in your friendship and family yeah. and whether it's in business, set your mind to it. Nine times out of 10, you can achieve it. Yeah, I agree with that because essentially what you're doing there, you're creating that awareness raising and those signs because I believe that sex, success is already within us. The fact that we don't actually know that yeah, because we're too conditioned by our upbringing and the, all the cliches and stereotypes and, the, you know, big boys don't cry and boys from council estates and girls from council estates don't go to university and all these limiting beliefs yeah. that certainly I was brought up with. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that's life because my mother told me, but all my family told me, my friends told me, so it must be right. Yeah, and it's breaking out of that sort of that bubble, isn't it? So, I think it's having reality checks as well. And as again, as we get older, we naturally have those reality checks when you know, loved ones pass away and things like that. But if, if for me, I mean, I'm really blessed, I've still got my parents, but my sister's become really poorly in the last. 12 months she's got a disability mm. that she's gonna looks like have to live with yeah. and it's been an absolute game changer for all of us and she's the most positive wonderful amazing person but she's lost her whole independence at the moment she's you know she can't walk very much she can't she, you know she has she can't drive she's lost she can't go to work she's completely dependent on us as a family mm. now I feel so lucky that I am a sister I love her to bits and I it's a privilege to spend more time with her yeah but it is a wake-up call. You think, oh, my God, I've got two arms, two legs at work. Yeah. You know, I can get out there and, 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 and be grateful, look after my body. I know I love to go out and party and have a few too many drinks. Yeah. But on the whole, I'm really healthy, you know, and I think it's just analysing and thinking you don't want to wait for a wake-up call. You know, you just need to grab it now and look at all the really good parts of your life. Yeah. And I know, you know, everyone's busy and everyone's got their own worries, but sometimes you just have to stop and be still. And don't get me wrong, I never always practice what I preach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're asking me honestly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <clears throat> and there's days where I don't do it, but the days I can check myself in, God, it, yeah, I feel so much better afterwards. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. So on that that model, then Rachel, I mean, we could kind of climb the steps. We could, you know, from your world, what what resonates most or most strongly in your world around that? You know, those those words that concept that you see is there anything that you'd kind of like to home in on i think beliefs and values are um 
really key, you know, in, in what you want to achieve. Um, I've been working on a project, uh, we just discussed it this morning for quite a long time, that's had my absolute heart and soul into it. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. hasn't come off the way I wanted to. It will do, but, yeah. you know, you have to learn that, that there's bumps along the way. So you've got to be resilient, you've got to be flexible, you've got to mm. kind of go back to basics sometimes and constantly try and believe in yourself. And, yes. and that's hard, you know, you think, yeah. oh, for goodness sake, why is it happening to me or whatever? And then you have to kind of go, well, actually, I've just parked it out of my control. What can I look, what am I good at? What mm. can I do to help? What? How can I overcome this situation? You've got to believe in yourself. Your values, I went on a values day quite a few years ago and it was really interesting. If anybody's ever done, you know, look at your values and try and means test your values. Because often when you think what your values are, maybe relationships and health or well-being, when you actually means test it and you do, my top value came out of safety and security. Yeah. So I have to feel safe and secure at everything I do, whether it's mm. business or personal or financial, mm. before I can get the other stuff right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's been absolutely brilliant for me. It's also held me back a little bit, I suppose, because I almost wrapped myself up in cotton wool a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just so the, the so the beliefs and the goals and the and the beliefs and the values is really key. Goals for me and strategies. Um, that's on the top there. My goals now are. I still have goals in business, without a doubt, mm. because Media Matchmaker that I will be launching soon is has been a dream of mine for a couple of years. And yeah. you, you know, you have to keep going. You don't give up with it, but you might have to go down a different road that you anticipated with things. So my goal for that is is massive. You know, yeah. it really is huge, big achievement. We want to want to achieve for that, and that's my kind of next five years. That's it. Then I'm done. I shall probably sell that as a business. It will work really well. And then my goal is to kind of retire. Yeah. Whether I achieve that or not, I will retire. Well, to use that word, uh, goal, Rachel, and, and use a, a football metaphor, uh, which is very appropriate. We, you know, so long as we achieve that goal, the way we get there, or the ball goes in the metaphoric net, is kind of by the by. Yeah. We have an idea, don't we, as a striker, that we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and life. Life will challenge, or a defender, a metaphoric defender will come in, challenge, so we have to go a different way. The fact that the ball eventually ends up in the net, but I never thought it'd be like that. I yes. thought it'd be straight down the middle, yeah. and it's on, bang. Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't yeah. happen that way. And this is interesting, just to continue the football uh, metaphor, because I did a, uh, um, a video recently down at Nottingham Forest around the same thing. So my, my goal when I was... Uh, a lad of 14 was that one day I would I would wear the, the red shirt of Nottingham Forest. There was a profound reason for that because my, my whole world was falling apart. So I needed something to believe in. And that was it. Now, the reality was I wasn't good enough to play professional football. So what happened was many, many moons later, i.e. 24 years later, to be precise, I still ended up representing Nottingham Forest, not as a player, wow. but as a mentor yeah, fantastic. Within the club. Yeah. You know, so that belief, dream, goal, call it what you will, was still intact. Now, this wasn't a conscious thing, but yeah. what I never let go of was that is, I'm going to represent that club because yeah. I love that club, what they meant to me. And as the years went by, that became more and more profound because they, essentially, they kept me alive. Yeah. And it was as stark as well, that. So that's a great example of what you're always talking yeah. about, isn't it? About, okay, the goal was achieved. Yeah. Completely different to the original kind of wrapping, if you like, or concept of what I thought I'd achieved. Absolutely. 
but in the bigger picture. And for me, that's the power of intention. You talk about the secret and, yeah. and what have you, that, you know, that uh, law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yep. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole host of stuff that went off, you know, with my addiction and the violence and, you know, the turbulence of losing uh, career moves and relationships. But it's interesting how that one thing still materialised. Yeah. It, it, it is true and you've got to follow your dream and not be put off by things that what's the um the guy that's um played luther uh the black guy really handsome he was doing a, an interview this morning and he was saying about don't let anybody put you off your dreams and your desires this mm. is your story this is your life Absolutely. if you want to be you know if you're a i think he said if you're an accountant you want to be a ballet dancer go and be a ballet dancer yeah. this is your chance this is your story to create what you want to be don't be put off by people saying oh you can't do that mm. so for me my dream always when you're growing up you have no idea what you want to do well some people do and that's wonderful if you really truly know what you want to do not being influenced by your parents yeah you know or any or outside influences if you really know in your heart what you want to do mm. how lucky are you yeah for me i always wanted to be a tv presenter that was just my dream right. i got shortlisted for the broom cupboard then i got shortlisted for a weather girl and i never quite got there and then after i had annabelle i thought okay i'm going to try again so i got i did cash in the attic or something i did a and, but it never turned out and that's when I thought well what's the next best thing I love I love to kind of speak I love to present I love all those kind of things so I thought I'll just become a speaker yeah, yeah. so that was really my dream I've, I, I just love it I come alive when I do that I love sharing stuff mm -hmm. so I kind of in some way followed my dream of what I wanted to do and you've got to do that Stephen Covey's eighth habit: find your voice. So you found your voice, yeah. and inspire others to find theirs. Absolutely, it's a fantastic. I yeah. love that focus. I love all the all the motivation stuff. All the books are just amazing. Yeah, that's out there. You know, yeah. it just can. Yeah, it can turn your world around, can't it? A book if you're open to it. Yeah, even the autism. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, a dyslexic PR person. Um, so I reading doesn't hold my attention very mm. well, and I'm so scared to write. But audio, I've got Audible on all the time yeah. and I'm listening or to podcasts, you know, obviously brilliant podcasts that are inspirational. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do however, whatever floats your boats, whether it's auditory, visual or whatever, or, or the sayings, I'll do it. Get out and change absolutely. your head because you can change yeah. your life, can't you? Definitely. And inspire others yeah. to then change theirs. Absolutely. It's that pebble in the pond syndrome, absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you alluded to um, around your beliefs, Rachel, the, the need for certainty. And so if I can flip down one of the levels into the human needs step. Yeah. Because obviously when we sp Robin speaks about his six human needs and the first, the first one is that need for certainty. So how do you cope with the flip side of that? Uncertainty stroke variety. How do I cope? That's an interesting question. Um, I, I don't know if I'm being truthful. I, I'm open to everything. But I suppose I do think things through. Um, so for me, my head, if I'm going to have a day off and just do anything, I'll plan to have that day off, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm always in control. And, um, you know, I'll be the first to say, I'm, I'm, I've had counselling over the years, which I think is brilliant as well. Again, yeah. if I feel a dip, I'll go and see a counsellor. And um, I knew control was something that I had to kind of learn that I'm happier when I'm controlling what I'm doing. I don't mean controlling other people, controlling my head and planning and writing yes. and ticking off and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and the cancer said, it's okay if that's the way you are. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You can't change what's going in your head. You have to accept it and just deal in some way. Yeah. So uncertainty, I absolutely embrace it. 
but I have to think it through. So at the moment, I've got uncertainty with Media Matchmaker. Yes. You know, with my business. So I'm parking it to one side. I'm going to have to just trust that it was meant to be. Yeah. And not, I can't, what's the point in worrying over it? Yeah. You know, so it will come good and I will find a solution for it. And I'll carry on with all my PR training in between and do what, you know, you just adjust, don't you? Absolutely. But in terms of life of what throws at me, I, you know, anything that's thrown at me, people say, do you want to come and do this? Or I love adventure stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, count me in, I'll do it. Yeah. So I can do uncertainty and go out there. And I'm also grateful that you don't know what is around the corner, which is why you have to make the most of mm. what you've got now. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose, you know, with that intention setting that we alluded to at the top of this conversation, Rachel, it's about that, you know, I've set that intention, but I've also then got to be open to the opportunities that's coming. Just because I'm not or previously not been aware of that kind of thing. Yeah. I need to kind of stretch and be open and say, oh, blimey. Yeah. And that, usually, from my experience, usually brings in a whole host of things like deservedness then. So casing that, you know, somebody from a high-flying business will ring you up and it's like, I want you to come on, you know, and be interviewed or whatever. And it's like, wow, where did that yeah. come from? But that's so true because I remember that when that happened, when I had mums in control, it was absolutely flying high. I had a phone call from the Equality and Human Rights Commission asked if I'd organise a mumpreneur summit. You know, you think, what? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't feel, feel like I deserved to be there. Yeah. And they put these thought leaders in, these amazing women, you know, and I got some of my own community and we all sat around this boardroom table and I remember thinking, I can't believe I've organised this and I'm leading this. Mm. But I did deserve to be there, Absolutely. you know. But you, you don't fit. We all feel, I think, to a point, and most people get this, we feel like we're blagging life, don't we? <laughs> you know, to a point you think, really? Because we're constantly learning, aren't we? We constantly feel, well, I do sometimes, we're not quite what people see us to be. I talk about PR, perception is reality. Mm. Mm. Sometimes the perception is not the reality, but it's your reality, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. And that's all you can be responsible for at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. I have got a major problem with that that slogan cliche call it what you will about fake it till you make it yeah hate that because for me and this is going back to the heart-centered approach it's about being totally true to yourself yeah you know as Jim Rohn says in terms of people you know being drawn to you some will some won't so what yeah but I think that's down to interpretation don't you think because you could argue that I'm faking it till I make it but my heart is totally in with what I'm doing with Media Matchmaker. My vision is totally in with it. But I'm just getting through whichever way I can to make it work. I'm not doing it with a blagging as in disrespectful or dishonesty. Mm. It, because that's not what... So I get it from that point of view. You don't fake it till you make it. So you don't go out and say, oh yeah, I can paint and decorate your house when you can't paint and decorate someone's house yeah. and you look it up on YouTube. Yeah, so there's yeah. an element of being, you know, obviously um, honest, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I think that's down to interpretation. I might challenge you on that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I'm unrepentant, by the way. Um, because on the context of your good self, Rachel, you know, I'll put it to you this way. If, in my perception, that you were somebody that was was blagging it and it's like I couldn't be involved with you no no I know what you mean 
no and i'm trying to say it from a um yeah absolutely because you we wouldn't have worked together absolutely mm. and people buy off people and you get to yes. know people from their soul level don't you absolutely. And, and who they are yeah yeah i totally get that but there's also an element we're all slightly vulnerable we're all slightly You've doing things it. new You've we're all slowly it. learning as we yeah. go along we don't know it all yeah. every day is a school day so yeah. that's where my element is well you know I'm doing. Um, I'm creating a website today. Yeah. You know, to launch an event. I'm. I'm teaching myself as I go along how to mm. do it, and I will get it live. You know, so I. I suppose that's where I'm coming from with that. But yes. Yeah. You don't want to go with people that are kind of just do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, absolutely. There's that, and there's also. I mean, for me, that when you said that V word, it's like that's that's the word that you know for me underpins. That's the glue between our our difference of a perception yes, here, yeah. that vulnerability. Because for me, with the work I do, I'll openly admit my vulnerability. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Because the reality is, on this planet, bar none, everybody's got vulnerability. I agree. I'm... Some people prefer to blag it. Well, no, you can get over that. Well, yeah, you can get over it. But why wouldn't you create that, that empathy, that reality, yeah. that authenticity yeah. with people? Because as you quite rightly say, Rachel, people buy off people. It's a relationship of some description. Yeah. It's about trust, isn't it? It's about mutuality. Of course it is. You know, all these things come in. So that's why, from my point of view, I do have a major problem with that. Yeah. You know, that when people come across as brash and arrogant and this yes. and that and the other, and it's like, whoa. And they'll attract their own tribe, won't they? Yes. Their own community of people that like that approach. And yeah. I agree, you can't... You can't resonate with certain people, and nor should you, because mm. we're all on different vibrations for yes, a different reason. Aren't we? We're all different energy levels. Absolutely. You know, and it just goes back to like attracts like. You look at your friends that are around you. You're not friends with them because you don't like them. Why would you do that? Mm. You're friends with them because you have the same belief, values, interests, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and then there's some people you just come along, long, and you think, oh, I don't like you, but mm. they're lovely people. But for yeah. some reason, you just don't you just click. Just doesn't click. No connection. You just have to accept it. So from that first level of certainty, uh, and I suppose what you're saying there is, and and, uh, isn't this true for all of us? It's kind of buying into Maslow's hierarchy there of we need that terra firma, whether that's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. We need our We need the feet. You know, we need to know that our feet are on solid ground, as I say, within that, you know, that spiritual side or emotional, whatever it is then we can kind of flirt with a bit of something different and embrace change because we know where our starting point is. You know, our, we can always go back home to the safety of our uh, where we reside yeah. as long as we know where that is, yeah. which kind of reinforces the awareness. So on the next level up then, uh, in terms of the four uh, core needs, Rachel, so we've done the certainty, we've done the uncertainty, stroke variety. And then what about the significance? What, how do you feel... If I can be allowed to be presumptuous and answer this question before you do, okay. which is not the done thing, <laughs> but I would presume that a PR person has got a great need for significance for whatever reason. Would that be a... How do you mean? See, I don't understand what you mean by that. The fact that he or she wants to stand in front of a camera, listen to me, people. Oh, I see. Okay, so I don't, I don't know actually, because I know I love it. Yeah. I love speaking and I love sharing and I love inspiring. I think that's yeah. the thing, because I know and I've seen it happen so many times. I get up and share my story, and and I'm not really 
just for everyone that's listening to I'm not a PR expert as in a PR agency. Mm. I'm, I'm a PR expert because I've had PR success myself yes. as a business owner. Yes. So it's slightly different. I'm coming from my heart. Yeah. I am teaching you how to do, how to connect to journalists, you know, how to find your story for an emotional connection. But mm. I'm doing it because I've learnt the hard way, you know, and I've had loads of success myself. Yeah. And I've had all those fears and all those failures too. Yeah. So... You know, when I get up on stage, I get more and more excited and louder and louder as I go yeah, along. Yeah. I give myself a headache yeah, yeah. because I'm bouncing around because I'm going yeah. and go, this stuff is amazing. Yeah. All you need to do is this and that can, can change your world because PR for me, I use it at the time when I had mums in control. My business was flying high. I got into Good Morning Britain. It was Good Morning GMTV then with Rain Kelly. I got into the Daily Mail. Mm. And then when my business was struggling... I needed it to just pay the bills. Yeah. And so I used PR to time that I was really, really challenged in my business. So I learned how to do it myself and I launched my own national day. It was called National Working Mums Day and I had 70 radio interviews in one day. So I share that with people mm. and I just think I'm hopefully helping. So that's that's the reason why I do it. It's not because it's not an ego thing and PR should never be an ego thing. Mm. But there is a slight element. I do. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah. my photos. I drive people mad on Facebook. I know yeah. I do. But you know what? I'm happy with who I am as well. Absolutely. I love yeah. sharing pictures with my family or my friends or mornings, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I know I, I annoy. And I had a, an email of somebody once um, via <coughs> Facebook and said, you are so annoying on Facebook. Why are you always so positive? And I said, because it's a choice. <laughs> because yeah. I've been low. Yeah. I can get low. Yeah. So you know what? Do you want me to see show how low I am or have a really horrible day? Or yeah. I can go, turn my head around, morning, go out for a walk, how great is life? Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I do it. And yeah. genuinely, I've had fantastic stories of people that come away and they get so excited as well. And they're yeah. like, I did it. I got on radio the next day or I got on yeah. TV. That's why I do it. Okay. I stand challenged. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I stand challenged on a number of things, uh, not least because I answered a guest question before he or she even was allowed to answer it. And more importantly, from a, a mentoring point of view, there was a big assumption in there. So two back crosses on, on both counts. I, I take the learning and I move on. Do you know what? I love these interviews because you never know where they're going to go. And then no. because we haven't prepped for this... I have no idea how to answer it other than honesty. Absolutely. You know, and I'm not going to shy away. I do love it. Me and my sister, my sister is so shy. She hates the photos. And I'm like, come on, let's take a photo. I don't know why I've always loved it. Apparently, my parents said when I was about five, I used to cry in front of the mirror just so I could practice crying. Really? I can't help who yeah. I am. The <laughs> next know? Meryl Streep. I don't know. Yeah, did, did do A-level dramas, but no, <laughs> we'll leave it there. Yeah. Not that I'm saying you're the same age, by no. Paul, shut up, shut up. <laughs> well, I'm getting to that age, so there you go. Not, not quite there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. Okay. So um, on the on the fourth one then of the, uh, the human needs, love and connection. Yeah. Where, where are you with that word? It's the most important thing yeah. to me. Most important than anything. I'm so, so lucky. I have wonderful, wonderful friends and family in my life. I really yeah. do. And I think I went through a divorce 10 years ago. And it's funny, actually, because I thought I'd met someone so lovely over, over the summer. So I've been on my own for so long. I've had a couple mm. of relationships. So when you say love and connection, it comes in all different ways. Oh, absolutely. So yes. my life is covered with my friends and my yeah. family. I'm tick 100% happy. 
in my love and connection to myself, that's mm. taken me a long time to get there. Yeah. You know, and, and your lovely wife, Lynn, you know, I've spoken to her, just, you know. Girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend, sorry, <laughs> well, you should marry her, but, you know, girlfriend. Or, Lynn, you, do not you, listen <laughs> to the podcast. You know, she knows my journey. And yeah. um, you do a lot of work on yourself, don't you? And, yeah. and it's been okay to be on my own, and I've actually really enjoyed it. And last year, I spent a lot of time doing stuff for me. I had a hip replacement quite a few years ago, so I wanted to climb Snowdon. You know, I love adventure stuff, so I've done white water rafting. I've done the things for me. Yeah. And then I did start dating again, and I met someone wonderful. Yeah. But it just didn't work out, and it was mm. such a shame. Mm. But you know what? I'm going to take the good from it. We've wished each other well, you know, because that's all you can do in life. Mm. Because it's like you say, if your values aren't, con- if they're not checked at the right at the beginning, and you want the same things. Yeah. You have to wish each other well and move yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to get down about it. I'm not going to get low about it, you know, because you could say, oh, God, I thought I seriously thought we had a future together. Mm. I'm going to say, do you know what? I am open for love and I'm ready. Yeah. But it's if it happens, it happens great. If not, I'm so, honestly, my love and connection is up there. I'm, yeah. I'm lucky. And that is absolutely the, the way to approach it because I think so so many of us, and I've certainly been guilty of this, you look at, well, I've looked to external trinkets external relationships that it doesn't solve the it doesn't solve the challenge does it no, look inwards absolutely and it takes a lot to kind of to do that because i do i believe and we all believe different things you keep getting sent the same lesson until you learn absolutely. it absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and and i for me yeah I, I still plan i'm a planner because i don't mm. like being on my own all the time because i'm in my house all day working on my business on my own yeah and and my vibration is higher when I'm around energy. Yes. So, you know, I love to plan. And so therefore I'm always, the next weekend, I know what I'm doing. I'm out with my friends and family or, you know, whatever I'm doing. I'm, yeah. I'm a planner. Yeah. And that's okay. And then, so I've got the best of everything. But you know what? I can watch whatever I want on my telly. I can mm. do what and go wherever I want. Life's yeah. pretty good, really. Yeah. So it's good. Love and connection is the <coughs> most important thing. Particularly with yourself. Yeah, Absolutely. The penultimate one. So we've done the four sort of uh, core primitive needs. Now we're into the two higher level spiritual ones. The penultimate one, growth. Where, where are, where's your, what's your world around growth? You've got to always grow, I think. Always learn. I'm not, I'm not into politics. I don't follow the news. Mm. You know, I remember doing a TV interview and someone said to me, so where do you stand on Brexit? And I thought, oh my God, I just don't follow the news at all. And uh, I said, well, my dad is quite a well-read man. <laughs> I mean, bless him, he reads the sun every day, but he just reads <laughs> everything. But he has my best interest at heart. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know what? Whatever he decides is good enough for me because I know he'll look after me. Yeah. You know, so I kind of swerved that. But yeah. from a growth point of view, you know, yeah, okay, I'm not polit- political. I don't follow the news. But I kind of, I grow in myself. Mm. I grow with the people around me. Yeah. Um, I, I think I grow as a person. So, yeah, it's really important growing, your, you know, in terms of appreciating what you've got, mm. you know, Honestly, the two gifts are is love and connection without a doubt, but it's your health. Absolutely. Because if you haven't got that, you haven't got anything. And again, this is a, you know, I'm 48, am I? I think I'm 48. Yeah, 48. And I'm getting to that stage where I, I shouldn't be, but I do have a few aches and pains and that. And I think I need to look after my body. Mm. I need to look after my me and my mental health as well. Yeah. And I think that's what's been great, you know, with, with like Prince William, Prince Harry, they've been talking about mental health yes you know quite a lot now and i think we look after our health as much as we look after our our mental health as mm. much as our physical health yeah so i think that's a good thing so yeah always every day is a school day i, I love business 
I love learning new stuff, but I also love the personal development on a kind of mindset side as well. And it is so much more than just kind of fluffy, oh, I've got to spare off an hour, so I'll do some meditating because I've seen it on the TV and, and apparently it's good for you. It's so much more than that. It's oh, an God, integral part of our lives now, isn't it? I'm always reading, like, this is the book I'm reading at the moment. I think I'll put it on Facebook so people have heard this. Never split the difference. Negotiators in your life depending on it. It's like an FBI agent that takes in hostages right. and teaches people how to negotiate. I'm always learning and, and reading something. I've got something behind me crowdfunding here step-by-step guide to crowdfunding yeah. you know i'm always trying to learn yeah you know which i think is really key um yeah. so i'm learning the practical stuff for my business but i'm also kind of giving myself a break as one well and learning the spiritual side as well if that's what you want you know yeah yeah i mean obviously you know it's horse to water stuff you can't force people but i think certainly from my own uh, perspective the, the lesson i try and sort of uh, share with people is you know i get this comment because i come from a real tough inner city council estate you've gone all soft in the end and my response is very very colorful yeah <laughs> for the uh decorum of this recording i'll, I'll we've leave done it well, actually, yeah we? we've <laughs> done very well we haven't finished yet okay <laughs> <laughs> we haven't finished the day is young but you know my, my uh response to that rachel is yeah okay listen the choice is we we you know where we've come from where life can be very dark very fearful you're looking over your shoulder there's no all you've got is cynicism fear for you're crippled you're paralyzed by fear mm-hmm. by me going soft as you turn do you know what i've got i've got a world of love yeah. self-love i can give that to people that i choose to give it to because i'm now making a, a conscious decision about and controlling my life, if you like, rather than it controlling me, and I've I've got to do this because it's expected of me. Mm. I've flipped that. So, in terms of a polarized choice between fear and love, mm. as you know, Gabby Bernstein in, in uh, the Universe Has Your Back, she sums it up brilliantly. It is that very stark, black and white fear versus love. Yeah. For me, that's a one horse race. I think with, with some people, I think most people that are going to be listening to this are listening to it for a reason because they are open-minded, they're looking yes. to grow. But there are people that it's not their fault if their mind is closed. Mm. It's not their fault if their environment hasn't given them the opportunity to kind of see things from different perspectives because it's all they know. Yes. You know, I mean, I look at my parents and I love them dearly. My parents are brought up in a completely different generation and they're very Victorian. You know, growing up, we had a very strict upbringing. Mm. And I remember my parents, even really probably eight years ago, weren't open-minded like this, didn't kind of, almost didn't do the positive side of life in the nicest Mm. possible way. They'd almost sometimes see the, oh, God, I feel like I've got a cold coming or this happened. You know, different reasons. And now they have changed their mindset, you know, I don't think it's a result of me. I think it's just there's more open to us as yeah. well. But they, we can all change if we want to. If we and, want and to. And I think it's knowing how we can change. That's mm. the thing. Sometimes it is if we want to. But some people like that hard guy might have said, oh, you've gone all soft. He doesn't know anything better because he's had to put on a tough... He doesn't know there's an, an alternative because he doesn't know how to go about it. Mm. I'm assuming it's a man. I don't know. But, yes, yes. You know, right. and it's yeah. like... We have to kind of have a little bit of compassion and empathy. I know we don't always, but you have to go, well, I'm I'm the lucky one Mm. because my head is in that place, you know, and you have to, 
you just have to learn to accept people now. Sometimes, well, we can't change anybody. You have to change yourself. Absolutely. You? you know, that's all. Yeah, and it's looking for that that leverage as to why somebody wants to change. Because yeah. in the context of that scenario, I've only actually given you the first part of the conversation. The follow-on to it was, and this uh, came from a guy that just, let's say, has been uh, certainly in, in, in former years at the coalface of life. And I'll leave that to your imagination. But he then went on to say, I really admire what you've done. Brilliant. How do I do it? That how. Yeah. And I love that word how. Yeah. Because for me, that's a very simple H, health, O for others, brackets relationships, and then the wealth. Not necessarily financial. I agree. And it's very simple. Life is, I believe that life is a very, very, very simple game. Yeah. What we do as human beings is we complicate it massively. Yeah. It's a bit like the game of football. I think football is a very simple game. If I score more goals than you, I'm going to win the game. And if I do that more times throughout a season than your team, I'm going to win the league. Yeah. And what we get nowadays is, well, you know, and if you do this and if you do that and if you do the other, which is a great metaphor for life, it's like, just strip it all out, all the nonsense out. I've got a ball, you try and take it off me. All I'm going to do, you talk to some of the old professionals, and I think this is a great, great lesson in life. Just surround yourself by somebody who can do a little bit better with that ball. Yeah. So you're going to learn off him or her yeah. in a more forward position and pass that ball to him or her in a more forward position. Mm -hmm. Then you've got space, you move forward. He or she will pass it back. You're getting closer to goal. Wow, I've got a choice to make now. Yeah. Let me have a go at that goal. And I think life has changed. You look at the big businesses now and the corporates. I think their mindset and their philosophy is very much like that. It's, you know, get people in that are better than you at what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and that's encouraged and, and life mm -hmm. is like that, you know. Whereas, you know, back in the day, it used to be fearful yeah. to bring someone in that might be better than you because you're yeah. jeopardising your own position. And that's very, you kind of, it's just, you're holding everything in, aren't you? You're not yes. giving. And I think yeah. the more you give and the more you help people, the more opportunities and the better it is. And and what you said as well, you know, my philosophy is, is exactly what you said, happy, healthy, wealthy. And the wealthy isn't about financial always, but it's okay to have money. It's oh, okay absolutely. It's okay to be wealthy. It's, yeah, definitely. But it's wealthy in love, wealthy in connection and whatever. And so yeah. happy, healthy, wealthy is something I've always used as well. So, Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> So the final one then, Rachel, of the six human needs, the contribution element. Where, What's your views around the contribution? How do you look on, on that? I think it's really important to give back in all ways, if you can. Mm. You know, um, everyone gives what they can or what they're comfortable with. For me, on different levels, so friendship-wise, you have to, it's a, it's a two-way relationship. Everything in life is, is flow, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. it's give and take. Yeah. And, um I'm really fortunate with um, with what I do. I'm really privileged what I do. I've got a valuable skill set. So sometimes I see stories from a business point of view, how do I give? Sometimes I see people that need help from a PR point of view. Yeah. And I will just point them and connect them to the people that I know. Yes. And it's absolutely changed situations. So I don't know if you remember the story about Stephen, Stephen Sutton, the little boy that um, who had an illness. Well, it was about I think it was about 15, 16. He passed away, sadly, but he had a bucket list of things he wanted to tuck, tick off. Right. And uh, he'd organised this um, in the Guinness World Book of Records, and uh, it was one on his bucket list. And what they were going to do is do these hearts and get as many people doing these hearts around um, in, in a field. And right. they'd only got, they needed something like, 
I think it was only about 500 people. It wasn't many, but they only got about 50. I'm like, what? And they contacted me with a week to go. And I'm like, yeah, let's on it. So we've got Central News involved, we've got BBC WM, we've got BBC involved, and it just went national. Yeah. Anyway, we did it. We've got the 500, and it got in the National Guinness Book of Records. So to do things like yeah. that is, is just is wonderful that I can do and help people like that occasionally. You know, and so you give where you can mm. with the skill set. So you give your time if you can, you know, and you help people as well. And in friend, terms of friendship and family, you're just there. You, you, yeah. You, that's just a given, isn't it? It, it is. <laughs> it is. But I, I kind of, I, I even challenge my own family. Um, and it's an ongoing journey about the number one contribution is to yourself. Yes. And I think sometimes we're all guilty of not looking after ourselves Absolutely. Especially if we've got kids. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, because naturally, but you've got to look after yourself. It's that thing on the airplane, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, you know, it is, yeah. Air thing comes down, you've got to yeah. put your own mask on first, but we don't see that, and as parents, naturally, you don't. You look no. after everyone else first, and I think we're all guilty of that to a point, but I think when you do know you've got to work on yourself, you can get a balance of that. But yeah. I think you naturally still go, okay, I'll do it, I'll help, I'll be there. Mm. You know, um, but I think if you've equally got the love coming back, they won't allow you anyway. Mm. Like you say, it flows naturally, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You yeah. Know? yeah. So that department, I'm very, very lucky. Okay. <laughs> right. So as we come towards the end, um, Rachel, so if I was, I was trying to paint this picture, you imagine, you know, that fateful day comes um, hopefully decades away. Harold, did you say you were 28? <laughs> I wish, yeah, 28, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, in decades in the future, and you've got 30 seconds to sum up what your life was about. Mm. And what what would that be around? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No pressure. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just think it would be my the love of the relationships in my life. It's family and friends. Yeah. You know, and I know... I know I'm a kind person. Kindness yeah. is the biggest value to me. Yeah. Kindness is the biggest thing I think I can offer and I, I, I love to put in other people. And kindness was the one thing I wanted my daughter to succeed at and she really does. Right. So I'm so proud of her. So you naturally go to your kids, don't you, you know, mm. and your family. So if I look back and add 30 seconds, I'd be all right. Honestly, Paul, I don't want to touch face and I don't want to be disrespectful to anything, but if anything should happen, they said you've got six months or whatever... I'll be at peace with it because I do believe there's something, and I'm 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 happy if yeah. life has been good. Yeah. And I do want decades, and I am going to appreciate it. But I'll always look back going, I'm enjoying it along the way, and that's the thing. The difference with the coming back to the whole thing of life first, business second. Yes. I am enjoying my life along the way. I'm not doing it waiting for my retirement. Mm. I'm not doing it waiting for my 50th birthday or I'll do it when I'm in a relationship or when I'm married again. I'm doing it now. That big if. And if this happens. Yes, if and we'll... I'm not doing that. I'm not no, saving absolutely. the bracelet because it's special. I'm wearing it now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, my nanny, she's blessed passed away now she'd always wear she'd always keep the special coat for going out on a special mm. occasion why she yeah. only wore it probably ever twice but yeah. it was a beautiful wear the coat put the jewelry on you yeah. know yeah 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 <laughs> live in the now definitely okay so is there anything that you you'd want to add because i think we've been on quite a colorful and diverse yeah. journey anything that you would like to add at all no i don't think so i think i just hopefully i don't I mean obviously this is so out of the normal interviews that I do. <laughs> right. So it's great to talk from the heart, isn't it? You yeah, know, absolutely. just get an insight. And I think yeah. anyone that's listened yeah. to this, I don't know if it's been interesting, inspiring or, you know, whatever. But 
I just you've just got to be happy. This is our life, our journey, our story. Yeah. You create your own ever happy ever after. So you've just got to take responsibility for yourself. So wherever you're at at this stage, if you want to make a change, it's down to you. So you, there are ways to do it. If you're not in a good place, there's loads of support to get it. If you're in a great place, get in even a better place. Yeah. You know. But no, nothing more to add. Thank you. Other than if people want to get in touch with you, Rachel, how do they do that? Yeah. No, I'd love to. If anybody needs inspiring to do their own publicity <laughs> or find their story, they can just go to the website blueboomedia.co.uk. So it's b l u e b o o media.co.uk brilliant thank you okay so there we have it listeners um an interesting interview i feel um i've certainly enjoyed it as i always do so um yeah um listen drop us your comments uh keep in touch let us know what you think let us know what you feel and until the next time take care and be safe thanks for listening to the mastering the game of life podcast Drop a line to paul at paullowhearts.com with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at paullowhearts.com or any of his social media feeds under the same name. Remember, mastering life starts by embracing our hearts.